I'm not going to name any names, but there's a certain person on or related to my team that <laughs> was arrested at Mifflin last year. <laughs> and like the cops there, the cops are like the bike cops. What day is it today? Uh, Friday? Oh, wait. No, <laughs> no. Three, two, one. I'm, I'm Maddie. I'm Z. I'm Johnny. It, 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 it girls. Maddie Perez with in a Johnny Teeler. What's up, y'all? That's Brez, and I'm Z, and welcome to the It Girls podcast, where we are bringing the stories of a bunch of women women to you. And so we've had the privilege of winning four SEC championships and one natty. But along the way, we've learned that every winner has their story outside of their sport. And so with that being said, this week's It Girl is from UW, Wisconsin, UW Hockey. And her name is Cami Cronish, and we're so excited to talk to her today. What's up, Cami? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you, talk some women's sports. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we were talking a little bit before the episode, and you know, I- I've done the math in my head, and it's very rough math, but I think there's probably... You know, if you think about women's sports, probably less than 1% get to play in college, right? Yeah. There's like 1% of that that gets to win a natty. And there's like negative 0.1% that gets to win three natties. So we are with uh, hockey royalty today and we are excited. Athletic royalty. I don't know anyone that's won three natties. No, no, we should find someone. Yeah. Um, But I think we're excited for a couple of reasons. One, that's freaking crazy. Two, Z and I don't understand hockey that well. So we want to give this, be make this an opportunity to like explain the game, explain why the game needs to grow, explain why um, there needs to be more females in hockey and and so on and so forth. So with that, Cami, tell us about yourself. Um, you're from New York. And yeah. um, fun fact, I actually lived in New York last summer. I knew really? this was Where coming. I knew, I know Z was going to say that. Um, so I lived in Brooklyn Heights, but I worked like Midtown Manhattan. So um, okay, yeah, I live on the Upper West Side, so... Oh, my... So, you, like, were like, born and raised there? Yeah, so, um, born and raised... I, I only lived outside of New York. Like, I went to boarding school for a little okay. portion. That's, like, the only time I've really been outside of the city. Um, but, I mean, as you can imagine, it's not really, like, a, a sports hotbed. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially for ice hockey. Um, so it, it was a kind of a challenging situation growing up there and playing a sport that, uh, like was such a high commitment type of sport, especially at the level that I was playing. Right. Uh, no, there was a lot of trips in the car yeah. to New Jersey. I mean, I played for a boys team in New Jersey for a couple of years, That's just because like, there's, there's not really much in the city, but, um, yeah, it's like a girl. incomprehensible to me, someone growing up in New York city. Like I, like, do you like central Z- park is like your playground no like, like literally I like I, I meet people and they ask like if my if my life is like gossip girl <laughs> is <it? laughs> no and and like when i when people first started asking me that like when i went away to boarding school in high school i hadn't even seen gossip girl and they were like is your life like gossip girl and i was like i i don't even know like let me walk and then i can give you an answer so like do, do you live in a high rise or like yeah like i live in an apartment i grew up in an apartment that's so what sense. do your parents do? Why, um, like they just love the city? Is that part of the reason you stayed there? Or? Yeah, both my parents are from New York. They're from Long Island, but they ended up moving into the city. Um, 
my parents' parents are from New York. Like we wow. like, we have been here forever. So uh yeah, we're a bunch of city people. That's, That's so cool. Z came and visited me over the fourth of July this year. And whenever we saw kids in the city, we we would look at each other like how how does this even work like so you would you ride the subway like when did that kind of like when were you allowed to like ride the subway I didn't even like riding the subway when I was 22 <laughs> yeah like I when I was a kid I didn't like it either because okay. I thought it was like so like smelly I mean you know yeah um but like yeah when I was like you know uh probably 12 I I see kids on the subway today that are like I think are like way too young to be riding but I'm sure that like that was me Hmm. Like back in the day, like people were probably looking at me and being like, there's a little kid on the subway. <laughs> crazy. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, like on the bus in a, in a taxi, all that stuff. Um, but no, I, I get like the same thoughts because I don't really get to go home often. Like I was home yeah. last week, but that's so rare yeah. that I get to go home. So every time I go there, I, it's like kind of a culture shock, like coming from Madison, like, yeah. It's just like, oh, this is like so busy and loud and like uh, there's too much going on and it's smelly. So like I always I always get that kind of like shock at first. So how old were you when you went to boarding school? It was my freshman year of high school. So um, I don't I don't know if there's anything like this in the volleyball world, but uh, there's this program that I went to called the North American Hockey Academy. Um and so it's basically just like a hockey focused boarding school, but it, it was really weird because it was only six months out of the year. It was from October to March. So like the other months of the year, I would have to go home to New York and like finish up like my school year, like, and like leaving and coming back to the school in New York was like impossible. So right. uh, I had to switch schools a bunch. Like we literally lived oh, in yeah. For two years like it was literally it was so hard um but like it it was just because like I, I wanted to play hockey like yeah and that I, was the only option yeah was it wasn't school, even like, like a second thought yeah was the school like eat breathe sleep hockey it was yeah, only, well, yeah it was only 40 girls what like okay where we, was like, it like walk us through like what a day looked like i'm, I'm so intrigued okay by so so if you know burlington i don't know if it's the capital of vermont but it's like the main spot in vermont yeah and like if you go like 45 minutes north there's this skiing town called Stowe, and it's like a yeah really wait it's like the no, it's like top 10 ski, skiing um resort in the world actually just yeah, like, like it's like really ago. it's really pretty there it's like yeah. an hour south of the canadian border so yeah we would like wake up uh eat breakfast then you'd go to the rink or you'd go there were two teams so depending on which team you were on you would either skate first or you would work out first and then we'd flip-flop and then you'd come back to the house have lunch and then we would have school from like noon to 5 30 and that was what what it was like six months out of the year that's probably every day too yeah that's yeah. every single day like other than the, on the weekends when you know we're we drive to detroit like we drive to montreal we drive to boston to go play um no but it was like the most awesome thing like as a high schooler like that's all i wanted to do and like i was with like all my best friends and yeah. we just play hockey every day and like yeah the school portion wasn't like that serious secondary boarding school i'm sure school wasn't of high priority you were a yeah, student athlete you were the yeah, athlete yeah i was, athlete I was student. an athlete student yeah. <laughs> yeah 
but no, it was so fun. And like so many of my teammates are like also played D1 hockey. Um, so it was an awesome experience. Now the program got moved to Boston. It got bought by someone else. So hmm. I don't know what they're up to now, but um, no, it was like really weird because uh, I had to come back and I couldn't just like hop into like the normal school year back in New York. It was like, it was always had a bunch of problems with that. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so then what did your decision going to Wisconsin look like? Like, what you know, I don't, like, first of all, walk us through like the collegiate um, hockey landscape. Like, you know, you might not know like how many teams there are, but I'm sure there's not as many as volleyball. Um, no, definitely not. It's a lot smaller of a world. Um, if I had to guess how many D1 women's teams there were, I would say maybe like 40. That's what I figured. Also, so, I was yeah, looking up, you guys don't play in the Big Ten. You guys play like the WHCA, something yeah, like that? Yeah, the WCHA. So all the teams that you would like associate with the Big Ten, like us, Ohio State, Minnesota, Minnesota. We're in, they have a different league for us, like the men's hockey and obviously like men's basketball, women's basketball, right. everybody else is in the Big Ten. I don't know the exact hmm. reason why they don't have a Big Ten for us. Um, but yeah, our league is the Western Collegiate Hockey Association. So, and I saw that like St. Cloud State is not technically a D1 school, but they're considered D1 in hockey, correct? Yeah. yeah, there's a couple schools that we play that the only D1 teams that they have are their hockey teams, like Duluth. St. Cloud. It, I I think Duluth is D2. I think Duluth is D2. Everything okay. is hockey. Uh, Lindenwood, I would imagine, oh, yeah. like St. Yeah. Thomas like all all these schools that aren't like super big schools yeah um might be ones that are d2 i think maybe the only like real d1 ones are like us minnesota ohio uh that might be it for yeah for our- yeah wow so what why did you choose wisconsin what was it i mean i'm from wisconsin as you know so like growing oh, right, up we, we were we were badger fans through and through like everyone in this freaking state but um, I'm sure you felt that like when you got to Madison, but what, what was your decision like there? Yeah. So I, I was always interested in the Badgers. Like I, I would contact uh, Jackie, the assistant coach or Dan, the, the other assistant coach, uh, whenever they, I would be going to tournaments to try to get them to come watch me play. And we had kind of like been talking, but it really wasn't anything serious. I was talking to a lot more schools on the East coast. Like uh, I really wanted to go to Boston college for hmm. like majority of my high school uh that was like my goal and we were talking pretty seriously and then um I had visited both schools and visiting Wisconsin it's like n- like nothing else like compares like the the things we have here and like the level of like support that we get from like the school and also just like the community like the fans that we have coming out to our games like it's just insane like there's no other university that gets treated the way that we do so i I, saw a video of your um sorry not to interrupt you i saw a video of your facilities on youtube and it was a video of you answering questions the facilities were insane yeah like i'm sure that had a big deal into going there also but i was like like, right outside the rink the locker room was massive i saw the automatic door i was like this is crazy yeah it's so sick like you walk in there like as a high school player and you're like yeah like your jaw dropped um i'm sure and so I had gone on that visit and I was like, holy crap, like I want to go here. And then within within literally span of two days, BC and Wisconsin offered me. And oh man. At first, I, I was like kind of 
conflicted at first because I had wanted to go to BC for so long. And then like Wisconsin kind of jumped in and my parents were like, well, whatever decision you make, like, it's going to be the right one. Like you won't have regrets. You just need to make a decision, like list the pros and cons. And I I just like went to my room for a little bit. And when I came back out, I was like, I made my decision. Like I'm going to Wisconsin. And I'm That's so, awesome. glad. I'm so That's awesome. glad I made that choice. Like, I don't regret a single thing. This is the place that I'm meant to be. So oh, it all worked that's out. Awesome. That's such a great feeling. That makes my heart so happy to hear, Cami. Like, I think in, we can talk about this too, but like in the current landscape with like people just hopping from place to place to place. I told you to take my next question, but this is a really good lead up. So I'm just going to take it anyways. Um, You know, people are hopping around a lot, right? And like seeming to think that the grass is going to be greener on the other side when oftentimes it's not. And, you know, Z and I, I'm speaking for her, but like Kentucky was like a dream come true. Like we had the most amazing time. Like when you were just talking, I'm like, preach girl, like that's me, <laughs> like to a T. Um, but with that being said, um, you know, we were looking at at your situation and like you didn't play a lot your first three years, correct? Is that correct? My first four years, I didn't first play. Four years. I actually got, learned the stat today that I had seven total games played in four years. Seven. Okay, that's we had three. I had three written down. So seven. That's, that's crazy. Insane. Yeah. And you ended up obviously being the fro- Frozen Four outstanding player, which is. Un- insane like that is so cool Wait, Congrats Cammie, to you. really quick break this down for me you had 31 saves in the championship game i like we don't know hockey like is that like a really big stat line yeah that's like a Post lot on yourself like, a little bit talk about yourself yeah let's okay, talk it up let's yeah. go i'll tell you so like the the semi-final i think i had 37 saves and i think i had like 10 saves in overtime which is like 10 saves in overtime is crazy like how long <laughs> is overtime like, Overtime in the playoffs is just like a whole nother period. It's a 20 minute period, five on five. Um, But having like 10 saves in overtime and like winning a game is crazy because like for some reason it's like overtime, everyone's like jittery and like teams just like tend to score on like the first or second shot. Right. Um, But yeah, like having like 31 shots or 37 shots, like that's like a lot for women's hockey um usually our games against like ohio state and minnesota will get up to those numbers but most of the time like the shot is you the shot is usually at like 15 to 25 shots like it's it's usually nowhere like near that amount um wow. you're in like your flow state like you yeah. Were- yeah like i was literally like ha- like outer body like i don't remember anything <laughs> like but that no. that goes back to all those years of of the training and putting yourself in that in that moment like that boarding school yeah, yeah. like all yeah. of those years of that so but anyways going back to that walk us through you know i'm sure you had doubts at some points and like questioned if it was the right decision or maybe you didn't like i, I guess just talk through like how your mental was going through you know s- taking your time to sit on the bench and then when it was your time like you did your you did your ish you know yeah. walk us through that yeah so coming in i wasn't expecting to be playing at least like for my first year uh, they had a starting goalie who was a beast. Like we won the Natty my freshman year. Like I wasn't expecting anything. I redshirted that year. Um, but then I guess as like the years went by and I still wasn't playing and then they brought in like another goalie my junior year to play, like to take that sp- starting spot. And there were definitely points where I was like, 
have like I was really like struggling being like I don't know like I think this isn't working out like I'm not playing like I expected to at least have like five games played like by now and I'm just like not playing and this sucks but I love it here like I love the people so much like I don't want to leave so I was like I'm not leaving like I love this place and you know like if my time will come, it's going to come later. And I just need to like be patient for that. Like if that's, if I'm going to decide to stay, like I need to like put on a happy face, you know, yeah. like I can't decide to stay and then like be miserable about it. Mm. Um, so then, yeah, uh, going into this season, I, I kind of knew that it would be like a, a battle between me and my goalie partner, Jane, to see who would play. And so for the first half of the season, we usually play two games a weekend. So we would just split one. I would play one game and she'd play the other game. And that's how it was for the first half. And then she, uh, she hurt her ankle really bad. Like she had Mm -hmm. a high ankle sprain. And so she was out for a while. So that was kind of when I got my opportunity to play. And um, yeah, like, like, like you guys said, like, it was just like automatic at that point because I had been waiting for so long and like, seeing other people in the spotlight and like learning so much from them that like when that moment came I was like I can do this like I know exactly what to do like like let's ride so it it was awesome like after that point um things things were just like second nature so it was awesome to finally get into that spot but yeah I mean like a a long time waiting um it was definitely hard but it was I saw a bunch of videos of on like NCAA hockey of your teammates holding you up and like Cammy, Cammy, <laughs> and like when someone's so invested and like working so hard and everyone around you knows that like I'm sure all your teammates were so happy for you that was probably and that was probably better than the win is all your teammates yeah. being excited for you yeah like the the thing that I'll remember the most you know in 10 20 years like it's not I'm not gonna remember how many shots yeah that no, I right like I'm gonna remember like being on the ice with my teammates and like when I heard my name like for the most outstanding player like the way that they all like jumped on me like that that was such pause wait I heard you got a bloody nose in that celebration is that right yeah so like (laughs) so like the the timer went off and I everyone like throws their gloves in the air and I'm like jumping up and down and I with your with your skates on yeah like this like this is right when the game ended and I like fell forward and I was like almost like like bent over and I like flew backwards as people were like coming at me and I'm at the bottom of the dog pile. Like there's like probably like six, like there's probably like 500 pounds of <laughs> people on top of me and my helmet like turned around on my, on my face and I'm like screaming. I'm like, get off. Get off. <laughs> yeah. Breathe. And so finally someone heard me and they all started like getting off me and I take my helmet off and there's like blood coming oh, out. God. Yeah. And then like, of course I'm like, crap, like all these pictures are going to be ruined. Yeah, yeah. Like I broke my nose. Like, God, my mom's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully it was only bloody. And I actually did get, I got a few pictures with the blood on, on my That's nose. Dope. That turned out to be a dope nose. picture. Yeah, like it's yeah, sick. Sure. my jersey has like blood mark on it. Like it's never wash it. That's how it's supposed it, to be. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. Uh, we got. Did you guys get the hats at the after? I'm assuming mm-hmm. like national championship hats. Yeah, Z wore hers. For, like cannot to make it up. She wore. Yeah, it for, was like, it like glued to your head? Glued. glued and, like just... makeup. 
No, like the hat is disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. You guys like put yours on like right when, on the court. Like, Hell right yeah. Your yeah. head is like sweaty. Yeah. I oh, wore it for like three weeks straight. I showered in it. I slept in it. I took so much pride in that, that hat. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, we- my hat has like it's like it's smelly it's gross but you have three hats so it's yeah all this. they're all they're all smelly but I'm, <laughs> so I wait which championship them. is your favorite this might be a give question because yeah. i can probably guess but okay well this one yeah being in net for it was amazing um but i also think that there's a certain value to like watching it yeah like, like being on the team and being so invested but not actually like contributing is like it's like gets you so much more like anxious because you can't act you don't have like an impact on what's happening right. like sitting on the bench and watching it like you like you get so anxious about it and so for that reason when we won in 2021 and we won in overtime that year that was crazy just because like the the vibes were like so tense being in overtime wow yeah that was crazy but then like of course like being in the net and like and do actually doing it myself is incomparable to anything else right that's so cool okay well so i was looking at stats on your guys' schedule you guys played ohio state in the championship game but you guys played them four times already that season and lost three of those games and like one of them you lost like 10 to zero like Mm -hmm. it's hard to beat a team once but then like to beat a team twice doesn't really happen. They got they beat you three times. Then to go in the championship game and beat them is crazy. <laughs> probably, they yeah. probably didn't sleep super well after that. Yeah. What was oh, your that, mindset that going into the like, game with that? That's so funny. You say that they probably didn't sleep so well because like the whole season, like if we were like losing, like our whole thing was like that the other team wasn't going to sleep a wink when we would come. No back. way. <laughs> They're not sleeping a wink tonight. But that's yeah, so like, Ohio, I think was ranked number one every single week of the season maybe one week they weren't but like they were they were like unanimously number one they had an awesome year they have a stacked team um and we went through like a really rough patch we lost five games in a row in january which i guess hadn't happened in our program since like the year 2000 like it's Mm. like not a thing to lose that many games so I think that includes two Ohio State games that we lost. And yeah, we we really got crushed by them. We lost five nothing in Columbus. And that was really hard. Like yeah. after we lost that game, like it, I mean, it sucks to lose, but like to lose five nothing, it's like that's it just is like by the end of the game, like no one wants to be playing. Like, you know, it's just not fun to lose by that much. Right. And so there was definitely like a part of the season where uh it was hard and like we things weren't going right um and then we had like a bunch of team meetings and we were like we need to get back on track but yeah then we also played them the last weekend of the season and we beat them in overtime and then we lost the next day which was like a really crappy loss because we had played way better than them and Mm. then they they scored like three goals with like five minutes left like it sucked tough tough yeah I mean like I I honestly think those two games at the end of the season though were like so essential to us beating them in the finals because in those two games like we played better than them like Mm -hmm. we might have not gotten the result in one of them but like we knew that we could outplay them and that like if we just played like a full 60 minutes like things could go well 
Right. So I think everybody just was thinking about that heading into the game. Plus, like we were like kind of underdogs. So we were like, we don't really have anything to lose. Like we've we've proved ourselves two times already uh, in the quarterfinal and the semifinal. Like, like, let's just go crazy out there and like see what happens. Yeah. And then yeah. games like that where we've like where those losses were essential for our yeah. season but South never Carolina. like god we played better and if we play that way again we'll win it was like we just played horrible and they beat us by three like it's got to change like never yeah. i wish it was like that but there's yeah. like value to both of those like you know like if you, if yeah. you play poorly then like you go back and you're like okay that was unacceptable but then if you play well and you lose you can you can also take from that like we we played well and like Things just didn't work our way and we just need to keep it up and things will eventually go our way. And Cami, I'm like listening to you talk and Z and I had like an eerily similar situation this year and it was your last year, um, my last year in Z's senior year, but she's playing fifth year. Um, and Kentucky? Yeah. She's got one more. <laughs> um, and it was like really hard for a while. And, you know, being your senior year, I felt so much pressure. Like I... Not me specifically, but like we had won three championships. Like I wanted my senior year to win a freaking championship like so badly. And I was getting so frustrated in the beginning of the year. And Z and I were just like going through it. And like we were having the team meetings. We were like doing all the right things. And constantly my coach is like, leadership's lonely. Like (laughs) leadership is lonely. And, um, you know, when you end up winning, we ended up winning the SEC this year. And it was just like so um, like a weight off our, our chest. Like we were like that was worth it. Like it was worth like the hard times in order to end up getting like winning the championship. Wish we would have won the natty. That would have been a lot doper, but (laughs) um, I I feel like you probably can relate to that as well. Yeah, definitely. Like, especially um, having this year, I've been like the first year that like I'm I'm playing. I definitely felt much more like a sense of urgency. Like Mm. this is the one year I'm playing. Like this is the one shot I have. Like we need to win. And so I think like that, that like might've caused some tension and I'm sure you guys can relate. Like, you know, when, when it's coming from the older girls that you can tell, like <laughs> as a freshman, like when you see like an older girl, like really like going through it because like, she knows this is her last shot. Like it's, it's like motivating, but it's also like a little, like it gets you a little bit nervous. Like, yeah. you're like crap, like I need to, I need to perform to like, you know, make my seniors final season awesome. Yeah. So was- yeah, like I, I think we tried as best we could to keep that vibe away from the rest of the team because I think we were all feeling it, especially when we went through um like our, our five game losing streak. I think all of us were like kind of freaking out a little bit. For thinking, sure. Like, our last year, like it's gonna it's like we're not gonna accomplish anything. Right. Like it's embarrassing. Um but yeah. yeah eventually things just started clicking um and you, it's hard as a senior to like kind of let go of some of that like control over the situation mm. because you want to win so bad but like our freshmen this year were like so essential to us winning and like they were leaders too and so to be able to like give them some of that responsibility and them like lead the team and you know score goals and do all the other things that they're so great at was like so important to us winning that's so You're, like cool. preaching to the choir right now cammy yeah i'm sure Amen. like i'm sure you guys so relate, relatable. Like, yeah like yeah. so relatable. are all the same like that that kind of thing like you you don't want a championship without like going through 
some tough stuff and like you don't win a championship because of like one class like everyone needs to work together right um so cami obviously we've talked like a lot about college and your crazy career what's your what's your path going forward what are your dreams what are your goals have they changed um and also what did you major in uh so i got my bachelor's in communications and i'm doing a master's program in sports leadership right now in your program it's like very athlete oriented (laughs) probably can assume yeah uh but no it's been a good thing to do my last year um yeah but in the future I've been talking to a few teams in Europe. Uh, one of my best friends who graduated from Wisconsin last year played in Sweden this uh, past season. She played right in Stockholm. So I've been talking to the coach of that team. And then a really good friend from high school played in Switzerland. So I've been talking to that coach too. But yeah, I mean, I before this season, like when I hadn't played, I was like, I don't even know if I want to keep playing hockey after college. Right. I don't know if I want to do that. But then after or like kind of midway through the season, I was like, no, I'm actually having fun. And like now that I'm playing, like I don't really want to stop. Like this is fun. So I started to get in contact with coaches. Um, so I'll be playing next year. I'm not exactly sure where yet, though. But yeah, I wanted to stay playing hockey. I'm like, why do I have to make it end so fast? Like right. I'm having fun. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Okay. Well, so your sister is on the U.S. national rugby team, just yeah. played in the World Cup. Talk about, I don't know, she's older than you. I'm sure you looked up to her at some point or in some form or way. Talk about your sister a little bit. Brag on your sis. Yeah, yeah so my sister Jenny, yeah, she's four years older than me. Um, yeah, she was 100% someone that I looked up to and is like a reason that I'm playing sports today. Um, when I was little and she was older than me, she was involved in all these different sports like baseball, soccer, uh, tennis. She did everything. She even played hockey for a little bit. Um, so yeah, I wanted to be just like her. I tried out all these different sports. I hated all of them. Uh, (laughs) And, but, and then I finally found hockey and I just ended up going with that one. But, uh, no, like she played soccer, uh, pretty much all of her youth sports career. She went to college for soccer. Actually, she played oh. at Harvard for one season, and then she switched over to rugby. Um, but like, Har- just, like, like Harvard had a rugby team. Yeah, so Harvard, she like she like got to school and she was like kind of was falling out of love with soccer. Mm-hmm. Like she was just like, I don't know if I want to play this in college. So she literally saw like a flyer on like a lamp uh-huh. like come to a rugby meeting like. We'd love to have you on the team. And she was like, I'm not going to go. Whatever. I'll go. I'll just meet these girls. And she went. She was like, wait, these girls are really cool. I'm going to try out for the team. I'm going to learn how to play. And so she did. This is all her sophomore year. And and uh, rugby at Harvard is D1. So, like, she just walked onto the team. She learned how to play. And now it's, like, six years later. Like, she's on Team USA, like, in the World Cup. That's <laughs> crazy. No, That's- it's totally insane that's That's a movie yeah yeah like she she would just always excel at everything like whether it was sports or academically like and that's just such a wait your sister went to harvard and she's smart yeah (laughs) she actually is smart like like the deal with her was like she had to get in and then she would like have a spot Mm. on the soccer team it wasn't like she wasn't get got her in yeah it was the other way around 
so the video that i was watching of you it was like the lady asked you what is one thing people don't know about you that you wish they did and you were like oh i wish that everyone knew that my sister plays rugby and i was like that is so sweet and i was like kind of weird but so sweet now i'm understanding yeah (laughs) yeah like it's it's totally underrated for no reason yeah um but yeah that's just like a awesome role model like my sister like is my best friend and so to see her do these awesome things like you know i want to do them too yeah Um, and so like getting to this point and you know going through those four years not playing like she was definitely a really good shoulder to lean on i'm um, sure she understood being an athlete so yeah she's she's really cool and uh yeah, just like a great role model to have as an older sister. She feels like a potential uh, it girl. And yes, yes, yes. I love to talk to you guys. Like she, she's really cool, and it's interesting to hear about rugby because, yeah, like, if you think hockey is small, like rugby is like miniature. Like mm. the world is so tiny, and like she's really like working to improve like the state of the women's game and grow it. So yeah i could get you guys in contact she's cool yeah <laughs> that's dope um so speaking of the state of the women's game z and i were curious about like women's hockey versus men's hockey you know we you hear about like the soccer discrepancies and how that's kind of becoming closer we just interviewed a women's basketball player who's one of the best in WNBA, and obviously like the difference between the WNBA and the nba is stupid big what's like the difference between men's hockey and women's hockey is there big discrepancies or is there not where like where's it going in the future so on and so forth it's enormous really Uh, so the women's professional situation in like north america is like really i don't know all the details but it's really crappy from what Mm -hmm. i've learned so there is a professional there's two okay so there's two and like leagues keep getting made and then they keep folding Mm -hmm. and it seems like the two that they have now are doing well, but the issue is that like, um, does does like the NBA like support the WNBA in, in any fashion? Like, did the did like they the try, men- or at least they yeah. should like, act like they do? I'm not yeah. sure. So, but they, well, I think they definitely they, try. To. They act like they do. Like the NHL, like I think they're having issues like supporting the women's game because there's like two leagues, and I think the whole thing has been like you need to create like one league. There. And then we can like start to get on board, like and promote you guys. Um, so it's it's kind of like a crappy situation right now. Um, mm. It's it's I mean it's improving, and I think like women's hockey is getting a lot more recognition and and revenue, most importantly. But right, uh, it, I mean it's not an ideal situation. Um, and so that was one of that was one of the reasons that like I decided like to go to Europe because I was like if I'm gonna keep playing pro hockey like I don't really want to be like in this whole like drama right. in the U S like and like I I'm gonna like live in the U S like I'd rather go somewhere and like yeah. explore like a new place and like learn some cool things than like have to deal with, like they get paid they get paid absolutely nothing. In What's the place. salary? I was gonna ask you. I think that like the average salary is like thirteen thousand to twenty thousand dollars. Oh, like, oh that's not, like it's not everybody it's not has even, a better job. It's like yeah. less than a serving job. Like I could go yeah. serve at Fred's like, for that. And it's so sad because like you have to think if you're being paid that little, like you're doing it because you really want to do it. Right. Yeah. And so Absolutely. these these girls are like 
you know, they're they're working full time jobs and then going to late night practices just Jeez. because they want to do it. Um, it's crazy. Like they they, it's kind of sad because obviously like, the players are passionate about the the sport and they are committed to those late night practices and traveling and stuff. And it just seems like the management or whoever's owning like can't just can't get it to work. We talked so much with it being, was it the 50th university or university 50th anniversary of title nine this year? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so our coach was like on his game about that. Like he wanted to make sure like we knew like how significant title nine was and like really just like how far there still is to go. And we talked so much Cammy about, um money being the problem obviously but like we need more people to be like damn i love watching hockey like i give 100 percent of my um annual donations to the nhl but i'm gonna give like 40 percent or not even say 10 percent to the yeah, women's like, hockey league anything right like if we have that exposure one we need more exposure we need more you know tv coverage which is getting there but it's got a long ways to go and two we need people to just like take a chance and i think that is part of the reason we wanted this podcast part of the reason like z you haven't told her what you want to do but like z wants to continue working in sports and i want to work in finance and make money so i can make sure that female sports have more money so it's gonna be rich shut up so are you so annoying (laughs) um so i i'm i'm on my soapbox now but um that sucks to hear that like that twenty thousand isn't even enough to live for a person no, and I like I have to give props to you guys because like I would say volleyball, I mean soccer is like light years ahead for women's sports, yep. but like volleyball, especially like college volleyball and college basketball this year have like made such strides for women's sports in general. Like people are watching you guys now and like mm-hmm. because of that now they're they're giving like smaller sports a chance. So like you guys are like the the leaders at the front, so it's awesome to see. You're sweet, but we want you guys to be right there, yeah, toe and toe. Um, but speaking of like basketball, that was so good for women's sports. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was so Everyone. good, so awesome. It was it was really cool to see like all the support like from like the men too. Like, yeah. it wasn't just like the average like American was watching it. It was like NBA was posting about it. Like Steph Curry, like it was sick. Like to see that. I was thinking like those two girls like are household names now. Like you household say names. Clark, you say Angel Reese. Like you know exactly who they're talking about. She went from like three hundred thousand followers to like one point four in like a span of like two weeks. That's insane, and that's good for everyone involved. So for sure, yeah. I, I was like a good uh, lesson to like ESPN and stuff that like yeah. if, they, if they give you the platform, like give it a chance. Like people will like it. So, like, yeah. just give it a chance. I was on a walk that day, like right after um, LSU beat Iowa. And I live in like a super tall, small town. And I live in Burlington, by the way, Burlington, Wisconsin. So that's why we smiled. And you said Burlington, Vermont. And we were like, oh, well, <laughs> um, and I was walking around and it was like a beautiful day, which like, you know, doesn't happen very often. And we were walking by this house and there was like these two grown men who were like decked out in Iowa gear. They were just like grilling on their back patio and my dad and I are pretty outgoing and you're like tough loss today guys. And they're like, yeah, you know, that's, that's, we hate to see it, but like so great for women's sports. Like she'll be back next year. Like these are like growing ass men random. Like we know a lot of people never seen these men in our life and they are like 
full on supporting this women's basketball game. I just thought that was so cool. Like that. Hopefully that's the future. Like hopefully that happens. On the other hand, I was like on a plane. I was coming back to Lexington while a game was happening. I was watching before we took off and there's an older guy next to me. And he was like, yeah, I really love basketball. I'm not just, I'm not super into women's basketball. It's just not the same. And I'm like, God, I just immediately lost so much respect for you. I don't even know you. Mm, and uh, I mean, like, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> like, we're at that point now where it's like, that? yeah, like, it's just, I don't, yeah, like, stop talking to me, man. <laughs> but like, especially with like how, how awesome those girls were this year, like, yeah. dude, you sound like an idiot. You do. Yeah, you do. Exactly. Yeah. I'm losing brain cells. Attendant, <laughs> let's switch. Let's switch it up. Let's switch seats. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Cammy. getting off the topic, I mean, we've talked about you being this incredible athlete, but you're more than that, like we talked about earlier. Talk about your, I know you like playing guitar. I didn't learn that, but you also really love dogs and animals and you're working in some I form do. about that. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so my freshman year, I downloaded one of those like dog walking apps. This app called <laughs> Rover. And at this point, I'm like living in a dorm. Like my roommate is this girl, Sophie Shirley, who's a fellow Badger hockey player. Yeah. And we're we're literally in a dorm. And I start like bringing in dogs. Like I had like 80 pound golden retrievers in our room, which like you know you like everyone knows what a yeah. dorm looks like. Like no, and like, Madison's big. dorms are like super small Z. Like yeah, besides your bedroom. Way, in one of the dorms that had like decent sized okay good so we had like we were like a dog hotel (laughs) so i could have been legal could not have been legal definitely not legal and like every time i would walk past like the front desk of the dorm like they would always like look at me with the dog and i would just be like (laughs) uh but no i did that for a little bit and then i kind of stopped doing it uh for four years because i was just like i'm busy whatever and the season just ended and I have nothing to do. And I was like, maybe I'll just get back on that app. So I've been taking care of all these dogs. I, I have this dog actually sleeping on my bed right now. That <laughs> he's like a repeat customer. His name's oh. Togo. And he's really cute. Um, but no, it's so nice to have something that's uh not hockey and not school and like not even a person that I can like Yeah like kind of relax with and hang out and like it's such a nice like de-stressor to like just go on a walk with the dog like like just get back to the guitar for the dog yeah and he really was like confused and then he was like like, i don't care you're not good (laughs) (laughs) wait but are you good like did you when did you start playing guitar uh i taught myself how to play my sophomore year subtle flex i would say like on a scale of like one to ten like one being like I, I have no idea how to play. Never ten, picked up a guard. Yeah. And 10 being like. Mick Jagger. Yeah. Like Mick Jagger, John Mayer. That's, <laughs> that's, that's like a really steep. Taylor. Like, Taylor Swift. I think that's. Uh, I, I would probably say I'm like a three on that scale. I don't believe that. No. I, think like, being I, honest. Can, I can. I can play. I'm not like insane. But I can play an average song. You know. Can you sing? uh i like to actually let my teammate britta curl and sophie shirley sing that's my dope. teammate britta has like a full-on like britta curl covers instagram account shut that, up like, her and her sister like you guys should actually check it out because their yeah. voice is amazing yeah, plug her right now um, britta curls. Curls. Curl, i think it's called bc covers she does it with her sister 
and they like their voices are amazing and she plays the guitar and the piano and they're just like they're just so what i'm hearing is we need to get you guys in the studio yeah the uw badgers championship uh music tour yeah championship uh albums coming soon. championship albums if anybody's listening yeah we need three albums one for each ring yeah we know a guy z we know a guy you make it okay (laughs) um but speaking of what her name's britta yeah that's so cute um like nil now she can do that that's huge like yeah you know circa two years ago she could have just done it for free but like that's that's a big deal like it's so interesting um and i would actually be like more curious to like hear how you guys have gone through that like yeah volleyball like being on a smaller roster and like a, a bigger sport um I just, like, don't think that, like, women's hockey has really uh, taken off with the NIL yet. I mean, we we have, like, a couple girls that made deals with, like, did you guys see there's, like, a degree-breaking limit? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Like, that kind of stuff. And, like, some other, like, small hockey things, like a hockey tape company. But nothing big. I mean, like, some of the basketball guys, like, are partners with, like, Pepsi and, like, Mountain Dew. Right. Ridiculous. Right. So, I, like, I don't think we're there yeah, but no, it's it's awesome to be able to like do that kind of stuff and promote women's hockey and also get paid for it. Um, and it's I, I'd actually be curious like what you guys have to say about that. Like, yeah, like, so. Z hit it. You, you kind of someone else should take it. I am okay. <laughs> mute yourself, weirdo. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, nil. Um, first of all, Kentucky like Madison's like got money and got donors who are willing to do things with money and um also i think it's like very much on the athlete to take initiative versus like in men's sports i think like they can kind of come to you and so from the like get-go i didn't first of all i didn't play a lot at kentucky but i like have i feel like i have kind of a cool social media so i was like i'm I'm just gonna mess around and see if i can make something happen so like i got um a deal with a boutique in my small town so they would like send me clothes and i would do like try on hauls um nice. and i did that for like a year and a half which it's not money but like it was super cool and i i love the brand anyway so why not um yeah and then obviously this podcast we started because well we started it with kentucky volleyball so we were doing it um just through kentucky volleyball and then a company mercury who we work with now reached out they're like hey we like like what you guys do and we think there's like a bigger audience for it so um we have been kind of running with that since but z i don't know if you want to talk about your experience and how that looks like yeah. z's an um, all-american so her experience might look a little different it doesn't look different <laughs> <laughs> it's like about the same like not a whole lot but i will say like across the nation volleyball wise there are a lot of like really good players that are doing a lot of really big things and making a lot of money for it and same way that women's basketball is helping all of us right now like them getting those kind of deals is going to sure. be really helpful for to sure. us so not to say that it's not possible for people in our sport because it definitely is but not so much for us in this moment but i think it's coming so yeah, yeah. i agree and with that going back to like the big 10 volleyball um kind yeah. of kicking butt they're definitely leading the way in terms of mm-hmm. um nil stuff so like if you know the girls on the badgers like they're like Devin robinson and um obviously yeah. dana recce like killed the game in terms of nil but um there's like probably a handful, 10 to 15 girls in volleyball who probably do really well off of NIL, but there's like a big gap after that, I would say. Yeah, for yeah. sure. 
yeah like like Devin was gonna be like my example like I like I could totally see that girl bringing in big bucks and like she absolutely deserves it yeah um yeah like she's a total beast um but yeah like it's like such a good good like representation or whatever like to see that those girls are, are making money and like some people are supporting that like it's just like good for the future of like any women's sport amen amen well on that cammy i don't know do you have anything else Wait, i have a weird question oh okay this is just you so this is i don't know why this is threw me first loop so badly you said your pregame superstition was to one throw a tennis ball against the wall and two you play soccer like yeah where do you play so- like this in the is like room? this is like a uh, this is like a hockey thing like what? E- like every hockey team like plays soccer before their game but it's not like we like play on like a field like we just like play like keep up basically like in the locker <laughs> like I'm confused you can literally look it up and like every single team in the NHL like every professional team anywhere plays soccer before a hockey game like <laughs> that's so yeah, funny you just like play it and like. In like the hallway or like we we, we warm up we warm up like in our weight room and outside our weight room there's just like a big open concourse and so we like like keep up with the soccer ball like there's a probably group of like 10 10 12 of us that do it that's like universal yeah, that's, like, that's a that, hockey thing that's yeah that's a universal thing is there anything like that for volleyball that like every team or every girl does to like warm up Wow. I was gonna say slap each other's butts, but that's during the game. But that's yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's like wait, I need to ask about that because like that's like the one thing that you know, like when I'm watching volleyball with my friends, we're always like, why do they slap each other's butts after every single every single point? We don't know. Yeah, See? Yeah. Like it starts at I, such a young age and it's so like second nature. Well, I like oh yeah, I don't know. Like we like huddle after every single point. Yeah, I finding t- would be like a bit too much, but it's like really low key. What do you casual. say in like, that? Doing- oh, not much. I mean, unless like sometimes, like, sometimes if we're like someone's like on a ten point ten point run on us, it's like all right, we need to change this. Deep breath, mm-hmm. fixing something, change something, or like if it was just a really good play, it's like, hey, that was a really good play. Yeah, it really it really varies. Yeah. Like it could be like a lot of information. It could be no information. We're just screaming in each other's faces. It's, it's actually yeah, i've always been curious because you guys yeah. oh go into that huddle after every point and we're always like what do you think that they say like if they're getting <laughs> absolutely crushed right now like do you think they go into the huddle and they're like like you know <laughs> like mad at each other like yeah. what, like that's so can't funny. happen only z i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i think like also that's like a topic of conversation slash like something that has to get figured out at the beginning of the year because there's always like one person that's kind of like the person you look to if Crap's in the fan. And sometimes it's like unclear who that is. And that's like a problem for volleyball teams. Right, Z? Mm-hmm. Big for problem. Sure. Like every like having that leader. Yeah. But it's yeah. not like discussed beforehand. It's not like, oh, this year Z is gonna be the person that's like getting their, you know, head right. out of their butt. It's like, who does everyone look to? I think mm-hmm. it's like equally as problematic, like to have no one and like everyone feel like they need to be saying something like amen you know I mean? yeah like, it's on the bench and it's totally. like everyone's giving information it's like this is too much but like also like everyone's staring at each other and looking clueless is also like it's not enough so i don't know it's something that you don't talk about it but it just kind of happens but yeah. yeah yeah well i guess we kind of have something like that like in between periods in the locker room like you have like the same people that are always the people saying something right but sometimes like too many people start 
start to speak and you're just like Whoa. it's enough information yeah like, we got it less talking more doing type more yeah like, we can talk all day it's just okay yeah. yeah amen to that well Tammy, this has been a freaking pleasure thank you so yeah. much yeah um, this was really fun for taking time out of your celebration uh your celebration frenzy. i know it's still going on yeah yeah, yeah what day is it today uh friday oh wait no, <laughs> I no i really don't even know i'm going to boston this weekend to go like darty for the boston marathon on monday what? so dope is yeah. that a thing yeah. like it says it's totally a thing in boston like all those schools on the day of the boston marathon they just all like cut class or they don't have class and everybody just like makes the marathon like a huge darty like no one is actually watching it no one's running in it everyone's just in like backyards that is so (laughs) So. cool wait you'll be at mifflin i'm assuming too obviously yeah you guys should probably get like a not that there's a parade but if there was you guys should get like a float or i I feel left out of the old vip tent at mifflin you know Uh, yeah yeah and everyone else provides you guys just have to show up like you'll sign autographs have you have you been to mifflin no because i'm always at school well are you are you in school this year i graduate in december so maybe there my brother's trying to get me to go in uh april so does your brother go to school here no he goes though you know be whitewater plays basketball Oh, so, so yeah, everyone comes in. Everyone. Z, they shut down Mifflin Street and it's literally a block party, but like the whole, you know, the whole state goes. Sounds like something I don't need to be at. <laughs> Sounds very Wisconsin. If you Sounds not, very I'm not going to name any names, but there's a certain person on or related to my team that <laughs> was arrested at Mifflin last year. <laughs> And like the cops there, the cops are like the bike cops. It's yeah. like a bike cop. <laughs> I'll run a bike cop. Not the not okay. Yeah, like and like okay. the bike cop is putting like putting you in handcuffs and like putting you in the back of the car. You're like, are you this isn't real? This <laughs> is not real. Oh my god. I'm sure yeah. the videos are hysterical of that. Oh, okay, wait, yeah. Cammy, before you leave, I have, we have one more question for you. Oh yeah. You need to give us your best piece of advice for everyone listening. Just one piece of advice, the best thing you have. Set, go. Hmm. Um. I think nothing worth accomplishing is ever going to be easy to accomplish, and mm. you need to stick to it if you want to get it done. Um, and just dedicate yourself to your goals. Hmm. Ancestor, love that. Love Boom. It. Mic drop. Mic drop. On that note. Cammy, that's it's been awesome. Thank you so yeah, much for thank you. joining us. And we appreciate it. We got a new friend. Really like sure. Yeah, yeah. We're all friends now. I had a really good time talking to you guys. This was really fun to talk Thanks, about girls. this thing with other, with other awesome female athletes. So yeah. thank you for having me. We of appreciate course. you. Thank you.